Hello everyone and welcome to Terrible Tirades. My name is Sean and I am joined by my best friend, Paul. And I am glad that you can join us today as we go on a terrible tirade on bad drivers. Sit back and let us get mad for you on today's terrible tirade. Hey Paul, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. How about you? It's going great. I'm really glad that we can get this first inaugural episode actually edited and up, uh, opposed to the last two that I've already recorded and edited and not put up because I just didn't feel satisfied with them. Yeah, a third time's a charm or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. I don't know who they are, but... I don't, yeah, I don't say that. They, they have said that. Those people, they've said those things. The Watchers in the Woods. The Watchers, what's that from? I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Maybe I made it up. Don't sue me. I won't. Someone will, I won't. I hope no one will. Paul, we're here today, we're going to talk about some bad drivers. When I think of bad drivers, man, I just think of these, the absolute most annoying people on all all of the earth. Just all of it. I, I I don't know what agitates me the most when I'm in the car, but when I am in the car, I feel like I am the most enraged when I do get mad. I try to, like, I think recently I've been trying to, like, not get as mad because I'm like, one day I'm going to flip somebody off and they're going to shoot me. <laughs> but, but, you know, I still fucking, I'll... I'll yell at myself and turn up the music and you know all that kind of shit but yeah i think sometimes i'm the bad driver (laughs) there are times where i admit that i made mistakes and when that does happen you know i kind of like turtle myself down a little bit and i'm like oh shit damn it dang it sorry sorry i'm sorry i just don't want to make eye contact with them but I, I yeah. have to say it's few and far, few and far in between when I'm the one making the mistake and when I'm dealing with people making the mistake. True. Yeah. I mean, it's it, I, I definitely feel that like when I know like someone's glaring at me after doing something stupid. It's like I wish I could be like you know like back in school when you would you would I don't I don't know nobody's gonna know what I'm talking about but you like set your folders up. On your desk, like you stand them up on end and you kind of like hide behind them. What do you mean nobody's going to know what you're talking about? I think people I still do that, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we don't have rotary phones anymore. Do we still have folders? I don't I don't know. <laughs> the folders The folders are on your computer now. I'm a dumbass. What, what's a folder, Grandpa? <laughs> I mean, my, my daughter, who's in <clears throat> first grade, she has a folder, so I'm sure oh, she has yeah. folders. One day we'll be like 90, be like... Talking to a grand, could you still use folders? And they'll just like throw stones at you. <laughs> Get out of here, Grandpa. Probably, yeah. Go back to the nursery. Yeah. What are we talking about? Bad drivers. Which Bad. ironically, a lot of people equate to older people. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like older people are ordinarily the bad drivers on the road? I, I, I mean, I think I definitely at least used to. But what do you mean? At least now, like you can take their license away probably when they get so older. <laughs> no, 
I mean, I, no. as far okay. as I'm aware, I don't think there's any laws that prohibit anyone from driving just because of their age. That'd be age discrimination by the government, right? At least, yeah, okay. I mean, we're, we're talking uh, about in America, but like, I, I, I suppose so. But I mean, there should still be like a, a test. Like, I mean, like if you're like out there like running people over, and you're like, is are, are we chonies? Then. <laughs> They might need to do something to to prevent any further involuntary manslaughter, I suppose. Yeah, um, that, that mysterious they again. I assume you mean the government? They, I don't know. But uh, Illum- I, Illuminati. I'm kind of of the mind that if you can still... I, okay, I agree with you. I, I think at a certain age, you should have to start to take, I don't know, not annual, but maybe once every five years or so, take a test. It doesn't have to be anything excruciating, but just take a test to ensure that your faculties are still working upstairs so you don't, you know, just run over a small child and think it's a pothole. I don't like the written test. Just give me like a like the driving part. I think I failed the written test. Really? And then I I failed the written test several times. How many times? But did I passed you have to the driving part the first time. How many times did you have to go to the DMV to get your license? Um, maybe like three. I don't know. But this was when I lived um in a much smaller town, uh, Fairmont, and the DMV there. Was at the old mall that they tore down. Now that is nothing compared to the DMV in Morgantown. Like, what do you, what do you mean nothing? It, it's just like a small little dinky place, and nobody's ever there. And I'm, you know, you, you know, you're in and out, and it didn't seem like that big of a deal when I was a kid. And I mean, it must have not taken that long because everything. Seems like it takes an eternity when you're a kid. Like, like when you're waiting for Christmas, you like feel like oh, it's taking years to get here. But now it's just like, oh, geez, again, I don't have any gifts. Uh, so yeah, it had to have just been really quick. But like, oh my God, you you go up to the DMV up here, you're there all day, and it's terrible. And like. I think I'm getting a little off topic. I'm ranting about the DMV now, but but like I, I it's to the point where I bring like every single form of documentation I own because after I wait in the line for two damn hours, I am not gonna let some angry elderly lady shun me away because I didn't bring my birth certificate and every piece of mail that I ever owned. So now, when I go up there, they're like, you don't need all this, son. I'm like, yes, I do. (laughs) Yes, I do, because I know what happened last time. I am not going through this again, because you love telling me to go away. I've definitely been there. And Sarah's been there. uh, Even more specifically, because, you know, we're out of town. You know, we are... Being military, we don't live there, but my home of record is still there. So I still have a West Virginia driver's license. But every time I go in, it's like, well, you need to prove your residency. 
Well, I don't live here. Well, then you can't have a license here. Well, <laughs> I'm in the military. Prove it. <sighs> okay, I will. <laughs> I, I pull out my ID card. That's not enough. Uh, what do you want? <laughs> like, what else do you need? I'm glad you said ID card. Why? I don't know. There's worse things you can pull out. <laughs> but we are a little off topic. So, yeah, DMVs are absolutely atrocious, and we could probably make an entire episode just off of the bureaucratic process that is the DMV. Uh, that's a thought. I mean, that's where driving all starts, right? I mean, legal driving, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Where it all begins, the DMV, the they give you the the freedom to go out there and be a dumbass. Yeah, legally they do, for sure. It says my name is Paul here. That's I ch- weird. I changed everybody's <laughs> name to their first name. That way I couldn't get confused. Uh, but you're still mad mustache. I can change my name, Sean. No, no, it's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> Off subject again, but that was just like... You just noticed why it. Did I, like, why does that say Paul? I changed everybody's. You had no say in it. Okay, yes. Back to on topic. What are some things that bad drivers do? The very first thing that comes up to my mind is not using your turn signals. Oh, yeah. I don't I, understand I hate it. it. I don't understand. Why? It's, it takes nothing. It takes literally nothing to use your turn signal. People have and to they're actually, fun. People have to actually like not like they they have to think. I'm not going to use my turn signal whenever they're making a turn. Every time I make a turn, no matter how tiny the turn is, or even if it's on a road that's no one's near me, my mind immediately <laughs> goes to, "Oh, I turn on the turn signal." And for me to not turn on the turn signal means that I have consciously thought like. I'm not going to do it because it doesn't affect anything around me or anybody. But people do this all the flipping time. They're always just not putting on the turn signal, and it drives me nuts. I use it when no one's watching, even. I'll just turn it on. I'll be like, this is our little secret, whatever. That's that's what I'm saying, though. Like I always put it on because it's just reflex at this point yeah yeah i mean it, it it should be like i don't know like so many times like it, it like a lot of times if you would have used your turn signal properly maybe i would have let you out but i don't know which way you're going are you going like like do you need just need me to stop to let you go or do you need both lanes to stop to let you go because if you just need me to stop to let you go and you got your turn signal on then sure i'll let you go and if you need both lanes I don't know if I'll stop or not. It it, it depends on how chaotic it is, you know. So then, because uh, I don't want to be stuck in one of those situations where, like, oh, I, I'm I'm gonna let you go. I'm waving you on, but yet you can't go any other way. And then, like, the person behind me is like, "What's going on? You need to go. You've been trying to let this guy go for like twenty seconds now, and he can't." And then I'm just like, "Okay." I guess I got to keep driving. And then as soon as I drive, like, traffic in the other lane lets up, and they try to pull out at the same time, and then everybody's pissed. I helped no one. Yeah, I... (laughs) (laughs) I hope you understand that scenario I painted. It sounded crazy, but I'm like, those are, like, the kind of weird problems I encounter. It's like a mental 
thing. It's uh, a, it, it's the reason I have anxiety. <laughs> the, I don't know if it's the reason. Well, I think existence is the reason. But exist. Uh. All I can envision is there's okay. I can envision a lot of scenarios, but one scenario that comes to mind, to the forefront of my mind at least, is where, for instance, you're on. You're waiting to make a left turn or something, and someone is coming. Like you want to get onto the main road, and you, to do so, you need to make a left turn onto the main road. But you have a car incoming towards you, but he he doesn't have. Or sorry, even if he does have on his turn signal, you just can't trust him or her because you're so jaded by people not using their turn signals or not using them properly as if like as in having them on and then not actually turning <laughs> so like they have their turn signal on for half a mile and yeah. wait until they're literally turning next to you you're making eye contact with them as they're passing your windows like okay now it's safe to go Begin- that actually that actually happened last week in my, uh, I, I think I'm just very skeptical of everything. I'm a very non-trusting person lately, and and that actually saved us because we're like we're coming out of Barnes and Noble, you know, and and Amber's trying to turn, and like this this guy apparently I'm, I'm like half paying attention. I'm like in the back seat hanging out with Elsie, and like. This guy's coming up the hill, and he's coming up pretty fast. And she's, like, pulling out. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, wait. And then she, like, kind of looks at me, like, weird. And I'm like, oh, he has his turn signal on, but he doesn't stop. And I'm like, did I I do what was right there? Or what's happening? I don't don't understand. Like, he was about to, like, plow into us. And he did have his turn signal on. But if I wouldn't have been so skeptical we would have definitely been t-boned right there because that guy wasn't stopping i'm glad that you were skeptical yeah yeah whenever you're in a parking lot and you're backing out Mm -hmm. you're backing out of your parking spot do you turn on your blinker when i'm backing out yeah like let's say you're you're wanting to back out your your butt end of your car is going to be going to the left so you turn on your left hand turn signal to let people know that you're backing out to the left do you do that uh, oh no i would probably turn on the wrong one being confused <laughs> it's honestly i don't meet a lot of people that actually do that i i feel like it's more of the older generation that used to do that i feel like that used to be a, a taught thing i do yeah. whenever it's very congested in the parking lot but not very often will i actually do that but i was just curious if that's something that you did as well so you, so you don't do that very often no i, I don't uh, there are times that sounds hard to do like I, w- I would have to like really think like which way is my back end going i don't normally drive in reverse so it would be confusing to me i guess uh, i don't know my brain my brain works kind of weird that's 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 beyond my normal human capabilities in, in my opinion anytime i see like the little white reverse lights come on in the back i'm just like anything can happen just <laughs> just stay back so for a while card. and then the, the the other day like i was just like waiting forever and like this guy has his 
reverse lights on. I'm just like, I'm going to take this guy's parking spot. He never, never moves. I'm like, you're just sitting in there with your foot on the brake in reverse indefinitely. Okay, well that that is annoying. He was sitting on reverse. I I, yeah. I I actually hate it when I'm in a parking lot and like I have my foot on the brake, but I'm on my phone or doing something because you know I yeah you have to turn the ordinarily now you have to have your foot on the brake to start the car. You should anyway, but it's good practice. But most cars require it. I don't I don't do that. I don't I don't drive like a stick shift though so. Well, okay. Uh, push button cars make you put your foot on the brake to start the vehicle. Uh, maybe that's maybe maybe I've had to do that in a push button car. I can't remember. Well, regardless, so I'll sit there with my foot uh, depressing the brake pedal, and then someone will just be waiting on me, and I won't even notice them because, like, I'm responding to a text or something, or I don't know. I'm looking at my phone for whatever reason, fucking looking at Facebook or some dumb shit, and. Uh, I look up eventually because someone honks at me, which has happened more than once. And I look up and they're waiting for my parking spot. And now, now I'm petty. And I think that's one <laughs> of the biggest issues with driving is because people get petty. And I am a very bad person when I become, when I get behind that steering wheel, not saying that I'm a bad driver, but saying that if you are, being crappy to me, I'm going to be double crappy to you, and I don't know why that is. Unless my family's with me, then I'm very cautious about everything I do. But yeah, it's by same. myself. I'm going to be a total asshole to you. I'm not going to brake check you because that's stupid, and I'm not going. To, I'm not trying to like die on the road for you. But yeah, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to do petty things. You know, I'm not going to hit my brake, but I am going to take my foot off the gas. I'm going to I. I'm not going to move out of my parking spot for you any quicker. In fact, I'm going to put it back in park. Like, I'm I, I'm that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's only one good time to be petty when you're driving. When is it? And that's when you're Richard Petty. Ha. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. I have a scenario for you, and I want you to let me know what this, what comes to mind at least. So okay. you're on the interstate. It could be by yourself or with your family. doesn't matter. But regardless, you're on the interstate. And in your rear view, you see this car that is just weaving in and out of traffic. It's going super fast. You know he's about to come up on you and, uh, you know, just zoom right by you. He gets right up to your taillights, almost kissing your back bumper. And then he just barely misses and squirts around you, right? And as he's passing you, you notice that like his whole right-hand side of his car is all scraped up. He's got big dents all over his car, and he just takes off. What's the first thought in your mind? Push the horn and hold it for a minimum of five seconds. Five seconds to assert dominance. You can't just do a little <laughs> friendly beep. you got to like, really yeah. like, hold it for a minimum of five seconds. Yeah. I try not to flip people off anymore, but I, I do use the horn because... When you're flipping somebody off, there's 100%, there, there's no doubt that you're like trying to tell somebody off, you know, you're trying to get them pissed, you're trying to say, you know, like, I don't like you, I don't like what you're doing, I hate you, I hope you have a bad day. Yeah, for sure. But if you're honking your horn, that can mean 
many things. Like in some places, like you know, like New York or, or Philly or something, everybody uses their horn like all the time. And like you know, when somebody honks at you here, you get like offended. But in like cities, you have to use your horn. Like you're like honking. Like I am coming over into this lane because there's never going to be a gap. You know, <laughs> it's like a form of communication. But that's not so, why you're honking the horn, though, right? That's not why you're honking your horn <clears throat> in that situation. Well, it could be like me just saying, hey, do you realize what you're doing? Do you realize what is going on? I am warning you that you're making bad decisions. And that's a little bit def- different than just saying F you. I don't know. That's I just, that's just, that that that's just me. I can assure They're still going to get mad. <laughs> that individual knows what decisions they're making and you're in the wrong in their mind. All right. But I'm just saying like, if, if, if they want to like fight me, I mean, they probably still will, but maybe they won't. If I honk my horn versus flipping them off, I don't want to get into like a random fight with somebody like that. And that the one time, well, I mean, I've flipped people off a few times, but I've kind of stopped doing it lately for, for many reasons, because one, like, sometimes I'm driving the company car, and, like, I can't get in the habit of that, because if I'm driving the company car and flipping somebody off, then they can just, like, look me up, call the number, <laughs> and then yeah. I'm in big trouble. Yeah, you know, this it's, it's not just a personal matter anymore. It's like, I'm representing the company, and I did a big no-no. Um, but but um, it was right by, it was downtown, you know, when you're driving down the hill, and the police station is there on your your left. You're going towards the brew pub. Yes, I do. <clears throat> so I think I'm like in the in the middle left lane, and a big big old trucker is is uh, to the left of me, Oof. and they're like just like coming right over into my lane, just yeah, like taking to. over, about ready to plow into me. I obviously have to move. I flip the guy off. Okay. Well, he stops the vehicle the fastest I've ever seen anybody stop an 18-wheeler. And he opens his door and he, like, gets out and starts, like, beating on my window. Like, he wants what? me to come out and fight me. When was that? I'm just like, oh, this was years ago driving with Zach. Like, many, many years ago. We are just wow. driving around downtown. I don't know what we are doing. But, uh, yeah, he's just, like, beating on my window. And I'm just like... Yeah, my door is locked, bro, and I just drive away. I'm just like, you're just going to stand here looking like a dumbass in the middle of the road. So, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not see, doing this right now. See, I've never had a situation like that. So that that totally makes sense where you're coming from, where you would never flip someone off. I've flipped yeah. people off pretty recently, actually. But uh, going back to my story, uh, not delving too much into what I just said about flipping people off, but going back to my story... I mentioned how the car was pretty beat up. It had scratches on its side, had some dents on the bumper, so on and so forth. The first thing, the first thing that comes in my mind whenever someone like that passes me super fast is like, well, no wonder your fucking car is all messed up. It's because you suck at driving. Yeah. First thing, always. It could even like it could just be someone else's fault that their car is all messed up. No idea. But in my mind, probably not. My mind. That's exactly why your car is all messed up. <laughs> yeah. What kind of car do you think that would be? Like, if you had to envision, like, the most 
generic bad like, car uh, driver or bad driver car, what would that be? Like a like a Dodge Shadow. Dodge Shadow. Okay, that's not the one that I would have <laughs> picked. I don't think. I'm thinking. What, like would, a, you, what would you have picked? What is that called? The Dodge. Oh wait, no, no, no! I, I changed my mind. Oh, Chevy okay. Malibu. Ooh, Chevy Malibu's <laughs> high on the list. That's definitely high on the list. I'm thinking old, like really old Toyota Corollas. Okay. Uh, yeah, there Hon- you go. Honda Civics that are really <laughs> old, and then also the Dodge Neon. Oh uh, yeah, or Pontiac Grand Am maybe. Ooh, Pontiac Grand Ams, yeah. <laughs> I had a Pontiac Grand Am. Well, I tried to sell it to you. Remember that? Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, that thing happened. I mean, they're decent, you know, I guess. Probably. I like I would have took it. Okay. So let's say that same person who's driving the uh, Dodge Neon, it's all scratched up past you, blah, blah, blah. You you catch up to it. Now you're at a red light. And you got to look over at him, right? You you ha- You have to. I'm looking over at him. Are you? Oh, yeah, probably. All right, so you look over, and it is a very, very, very elderly person. Do your thoughts change? Um, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my, yeah, mine do immediately. It's no longer, like, in all rage. It's like, yeah. oh, Grandpa, <laughs> get off the yeah, road. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, you're right. <laughs> It's like uh, it goes from I want to fight you. And you had to say, "Oh, grandpa," to being like, oh, "Grandpa, come on, man." Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what you should do, though. Like anytime anyone ever like does anything that pisses you off, like don't don't like scream at him, don't yell at him, don't flip him off. Maybe toot your horn a little bit, but like pull up right beside of him and just stare. Like dead hard into their eyes for like at least a good five seconds, like make things get a little weird. I think you're both going to feel different. I, I think it was in West Virginia for sure. I I remember, I must have still been in high school. I was probably on my way home from high school, <laughs> driving probably at Pontiac Grand Am. <laughs> so I was a bad driver. <laughs> And um, I'm driving, and I just all of a sudden I make a lane change, and I hear someone just honking their horn. And then I realize this guy, I, I cut him off. At, at the end of the day, that's what happened. I just didn't see him. He must have been in my blind spot because I did check, but it he had to have been in my blind spot because I just didn't see him. And so dumb high school me, I'm I'm like, He's trying to get next to me now. He is trying to speed up to be like side by side with me on the interstate. So I'm like, hell no. And I am (laughs) trying to go faster than him until eventually I get stuck behind somebody and he does get side by side with me. And then I had to live that exactly with what you were just saying. He's like making eye contact with me, not even looking at the road, going 80 miles an hour side by side with me on the interstate. And I'm just like, looking like cocking my shoulder up a little bit higher and like not looking over there because <laughs> I feel so guilty. Yeah. 
That's probably yeah. one of the worst feelings, though, when you know that you were the one who messed up. I'm not sure, but I think I might have been the one who messed up today. <laughs> so today? This is just like a weird conversation. I don't, I don't know for sure, but it's like the the newer roundabout. I guess the roundabout's been there for a while, up by the uh, town center. Um, On the mile, but down? but no, no, like um, University Town Center, or Granville, or Star City, or whatever. Oh you, yeah, I you want to call it there with the with the roundabout, actually. Yeah. Well, at first, you know, there was only like two ways to go on it you know you're either going towards like all the shopping places like walmart and stuff or you're 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 getting on the interstate but now there's like several different places to exit you know there's you can go over towards duncan and kfc or and there's like uh menards and stuff up there's all kinds of stuff up there down it keeps it keeps growing and and the and the problem is that like uh, us us uh crazy people down here in, in West Virginia, like we, we we look at that and we're like, I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Like, you know, if I'm living in like D C or Pittsburgh or something, sure, you know, we're used to that stuff. But like nobody here except maybe like the college kids are like used to to driving in a roundabout, but like I don't know, it seems like kinda like tight and like when I'm I have to like basically it's it's hard to like, you know, g- turn against the the grain and go back around. So like, I'm just like, I'm just gonna go through the roundabout and just loop around instead of like trying to pull across four lanes of traffic to turn around. And yeah, that makes sense. And it just seems like really narrow and tight. And I think I may have like veered off a little bit too far to the left. I'm not even sure I did, but I heard somebody behind me honking. And I was just assuming I did something wrong. Maybe, maybe I didn't, but I think I did. Big roundabouts are not fun to drive in. I've never enjoyed them. Um, I don't like them. Yeah, uh, we don't, we don't need them here. I don't know how big that one is because it wasn't there the last time I, I drove up to that location. Um, yeah, I mean it's just like maybe three lanes or something. I don't know. It's not like crazy or anything. It's it's nothing too wacky, but like. Yeah. I don't know. There's just parts of it that seem a little weird. And like, I've just become like accustomed to like driving through it when there was like nothing up there. So like nobody was ever coming from like certain directions, you know, and now they are, you know, I never had to yield to anybody before. And now I do, I gotta, I gotta be more careful on it now. And, and I think nobody else knows what they're doing either. So it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the the roundabout on the mile ground is what comes to mind for. Oh yeah, my first silly. mile ground or my first roundabout. The, well, basically, just silly roundabouts. My first roundabout that I've ever experienced. I never actually drove through that one, but I had to be a passenger all every single day going through it for a whole year. Uh, in Bahrain, and it was a five lane roundabout. And it was just ridiculous. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> People have no sense of any like any kind of awareness up there at that you know in that location. Oh uh, yeah. And they don't care if Allah wills it. 
Allah wills it. All right, uh, like, that's just what's going to happen. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Like, uh, <laughs> so five. I, I don't think I would do too good in that. It was scary every time, and what was even more scary is that we all had, uh, we we all had uh, stick shift vehicles, and the people that were driving had never driven a, or driven a stick shift, and so they're they're like driving in this intense traffic and on a stick shift it had never driven a stick shift before terrifying uh, that, yeah, that doesn't sound good no that's that'd, be, that'd be me if i had a stick shift like uh, I've, I've driven one like across the parking lot once and it didn't go well really i learned how to drive my first stick shift in afghanistan it was impossible to mess up because the just something very basic it was uh it was on a truck called a Tata, ah. and it was built Tata tough. But it was nice. it was very uh, very easy to learn on. Yeah, well, I need one of those because the one time I did it, it was just like somebody's car was in the way at Texas Roadhouse, and they're like, "Oh, here you can move it," and they handed me the keys. And I'm like, "I don't know how to, I don't know how to do this," and they're like, "Yeah, oh, that's okay." <laughs> and then I just like stalled it out a few times and then it was just very jerky and then eventually I, I got it to where he wanted it and he was just laughing at me. I'm like, I guess you don't care too much about your transmission, so whatever. Yeah, his clutch probably was on fire. <laughs> Joke's on you. So do you think to be a good driver, you need to know cars necessarily? I need to know cars. So for instance, you just said his transmission was not doing well after that, but my mind went immediately to the clutch because that's probably what would have been burned out first, right? Yeah. So I, I think I, I have a little bit more mechanical knowledge on vehicles than you do, but does that that doesn't make me a better driver by any means. In my I mean, mind, you probably are a better driver than me, if I'm going to be honest, but well, I, do, I don't think that's what makes you the better driver. But I think I've driven a ton more than you just having to drive yeah. cross country numerous times. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that's that's the case. Like I mean uh you know if 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 being, you know, mechanically inclined is that what you're saying? Yeah. If if that made you the better driver then then why isn't Jeff Gordon's pit crew doing the race instead of him? Touche. What's your what's your uh body count as far as Whoa. <laughs> well, as far as broken cars, how many cars have you crashed? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know what was going on here. thought I was getting interrogated. Um, uh, I mean, that doesn't have to be my fault, right? Like, any, like, like just if someone ran into me? Let's do both. I mean, like... Well, okay, no, you're right. Let's just do a total. What's the total amount of like car um, or, or wrecks that you've been in? Not a lot. Like someone ran into my Civic. Like they came into my lane because there was a tire in their lane. So it wasn't like 100% her fault. She was just uh, kind of scared and didn't know what to do. Um, That's valid. And then, I, you know, I pulled over and she was like crying. I'm like, hey, it's cool. Um, but you know, it was still your fault. Uh, 
It's cool, but uh, you got paid. It's so. it's cool, but your insurance is paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then the next one, because that was just like a minor scrape, like you know, no big deal at all, you know. But um, I mean, I, I still had to take it to get worked on. But then the next one, like, I was uh. I was driving past like where Colasantes is, like that little intersection there by like the Exxon. Yeah. Um, and I was just going straight, like through through Westover towards where I live. Um, and then, like all of a sudden, it's just like bam, something hit me on the on like the left side, and like the airbag deployed and like smacked me in the face, and I could like smell yeah. smoke and stuff. And I'm like, what is going on? And then, like, some random bystander was just, like, prying the door open. Like, hey, he's like, hey, man, get out of there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm, like, trying to, like, think, like, am I hurt? Like, I don't think I'm hurt. I'm not, like, bleeding. I'm good. And then, like, some guy just, like, tried to turn and somehow didn't see me. And Totally messed you up. That was, like, the two main ones other than, like... The one time, maybe it was sort of my fault. I think I blame it more on Mother Nature, but, like, I braked. I might have got a little bit too close for the weather we were in, but, like, it was icy, I braked, and, like, I just, like, kind of gradually slid into the back of someone, and then they're... I think they just kept going. They, like, didn't even get out. Actually, there was one more that was my fault, um... You know, like if you're back. if you're coming down off a off a Dorsey, like you're driving down by the the graveyard. Okay. And um, you're 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 going out into that that long straight stretch there on the on the main Donuts. road there. Like yeah, like like by like across from like I don't know, like I think the Jeep dealerships right there. Yep. So there was a guy in front of me, and like. I thought that he had pulled out for some reason. Like, I thought, like, like I think maybe he started to go. And, like, I just saw him start to go and, like, assumed that he went. And what I always do, like, you pretty much have to turn your head, like, 180 degrees behind you to, like, make sure nobody's coming behind you. And I'm like, oh, I'm all clear. Yeah. I hit the gas. And then, bam, I hit the back of him. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, he did not go. I, I've I've almost done that so many times. I've never actually done that, but I, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and then he, he gets out of his car and he, I roll down my window and I'm just like, oh, damn, he doesn't look happy. <laughs> and then he all he says to me is like, he's like, I'm good. Your shit's a little messed up. See ya. <laughs> and he just drives off. Damn. And then, like, I don't even, like, check it. I just, like, drive for a little bit. And then eventually I pull over to the gas station. I look. And it's just, like, one of these little square things. I'm not sure if it's, like, it, like, covers, like, a, like some kind of, a, like, a toe hitch or something. I just, like, clicked it back into place. And that was all it was. Oh, okay. Well, you got very lucky there. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, was, that was about all I remember. As far as I can remember, the... <clears throat> The biggest, most traumatic one that I've ever had was, at least, at least whenever I was driving and I was not a passenger, I was driving and I was stopped, completely stopped, waiting to make a left turn. And it was only like a 35 mile an hour road, but it was very, 
snowy outside. And when I say that, I mean that the roads had been treated already, and so there was no real reason for you to, I don't know, I'll get there in a second. But, uh, so I'm stopped, I'm trying to make a left turn, and I look up at the last minute at my rear view, and I see this guy, his head is just down into his lap. I assume he's on his phone. To this day, I can't tell you for certain if that's what he was doing. But... He just slams into the back of me and he hits me so hard that my my vehicle goes across the lane of traffic coming towards me. Luckily, I didn't get hit again, but I did go past that lane and over the uh, little barrier that was there. That's how hard oh, he hit me. He was easily going 40-45 and I was completely stopped. That's pretty bad. Was was not looking. <laughs> Yeah, and so he totaled my car. It was really upsetting because I had just done a lot of front-end work on my car. I was really upset. It was a little Honda Passport. It was an awesome, awesome oh, little 4x4. Four four. I loved it. But So how did, how did your interaction between you and this guy go? So my interaction with him and went like this. So he was driving a Ford F-150 pickup, probably like a 2007 model, something like that. I have to guess, 2004, 2007, something like that. And when I first got out, at first I was a little dazed. Um, my, yeah. airbag, my airbag didn't deploy, surprisingly enough, but I, I did get out and I was a little dazed and a little like wobbly. But I looked over across the street where he, his car was, and, or his truck, and his head was down. And I was like, oh shit, this guy's passed out. So I like ran across real quick and like, I, I'm like, hey man, you good, you good, you good. And he just like looks up at me and he's like, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm good. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go. And he, I make him turn off his truck because it's starting to smoke. The radiator's pushed in on itself and it's starting to smoke a little bit. And so, and then I'm like, okay, well, we're going to call the cops because, you know, this kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so the cops come. They end up ticketing him for just driving too fast for the weather conditions and oh. because he didn't end up admitting that he was texting whenever they got there. And then it was my word against his. But after that happened, I, I've always had a dash cam up, you know, ever since yeah. then, I've always had a dash cam just because of that guy. And would that have caught him now? Wasn't he, he behind you? He was behind me. I, I have a dash cam front and back. Oh, okay. Wouldn't it? They still call it a dash cam if you put it in the back. Yeah, I mean it's a dash cam, but with a back cam oh, okay. as well. But, <laughs> um, but the reason I have that now is because this mother trucker, he had, he pulled one of the oldest tricks in the book. He didn't have insurance. But, oh wow! But he had the card, and so what he did was he got insurance, and then once he got the insurance card, immediately canceled the insurance policy. And so he had the card to make it look like he had insurance, but he didn't actually have insurance. So he didn't get ticketed for not having insurance. And uh, when I called his insurance company, they were just like, yeah, he hasn't had insurance with us for like three years. So sucks to suck, nerd. So did they not like check the expiration date on the card then? No, the expiration date was good. That's what I'm saying. So, How like, can you get it for three years at a time? 
I mean, it depends on your policy and everything. Mine's like probably like I don't know biannually, quarterly. I thought I get like a new card and it expires. That's, that's how mine is. For what kind of like backwards USAA. insurance is he going through? Uh, what was it that he had? State Farm or something? Maybe I can't remember. Oh really? I can't remember, but I I just remember like he had not had insurance with them for at least over a year, and and they, when I called them, they were just like. Yeah, uh, nothing we can do. So, bye. <laughs> uh, that's, that I, I tried sucks. to sue him in small, small claims court, but then it got thrown out because they couldn't serve him the paperwork. Because, I, ironically enough, the address on his fake insurance card was not accurate, so they couldn't serve him the court papers. So wait, if I need to get out of like a trial. I just move. <laughs> I mean, it depends or, or on the severity. <laughs> because whenever you do uh, small claims court, you have to. It's on you, the person who wants to pursue the legal action, to serve the papers to the individual. And oh, at least in Kansas, they offered you could pay the sheriff's office to go and serve the paperwork, but you had to know the guy's address. So if you didn't like if you didn't have that information, you'd have to figure out a way to find that information. And there are ways, but kind of bullshit. It is. You have to pay one, you have to pay the sheriff. Yeah. Which I mean, like what are our taxes for? You know, aren't they like a like a public servant or whatever, you know? They are, but, but that doesn't so matter. I'm paying them now. So Do I got to tip them too? They don't get anything out of the small claims court, so that's why they Yes, I know what you're saying, and I agree with um, you. I was pretty upset about it. I mean, how am I supposed to know where, where these people live? Like, it's, it's stupid. It is a very not fun process, and I pray... So there's, like, no way you can you can win there unless you, like, become a bounty hunter or something. <laughs> yeah. What do I have to do to become a bounty hunter? Uh, I mean... Dog what are, like, the legal hunters? things there? Like, Probably just have to do some kind of, like, online course... Watch a YouTube video. Take a test. Okay. Pay pay the government some way. Yeah, that's bounty hunter bounty bounty hunters. I don't know what I'm saying. That's it's like a weird concept to me. Like that's real. It seems like a made up thing for like Hollywood movies or something. Seems like something that would have died out after the Wild Wild West, but no, it's still very prevalent because people jump bonds yeah. all the time. Oh yeah, there's that like Patty Mayo guy. But he's not real. He's not real. You didn't know about that? That's all fake. Nah. Uh, he, he pays all those people. Really? He pays all the somebody was watching that and they were like really into it. That's hilarious. Yeah, watch there's a couple people that just absolutely tear into him because there, for a while at the beginning of his YouTube career he was not outright saying that he was fake. And then someone called him out. I wanna say it was Donut Operator. A uh, YouTube, a YouTuber, called him out and was like, yeah. oh, "This guy's a fraud." And his then, dog fake too. I have actually. I think he does actually have a legit license for bounty hunting. Yeah, but he looks more fake than than Patty Mayo. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, what was the recent case where the young? I want to say 20-something-year-old 
uh, girl disappeared and her boyfriend. I can't think of the word. I have no idea. I don't. I don't really watch that stuff. Yeah. Too yeah, much. Anyway, <laughs> we're way off topic. Anyway, and I think that's probably a good time to wrap it up. Now that we've talked about bounty hunters, we've really derailed. That's what I do. I I, I cannot stay on topic. That's okay. That's what I'm here for. I try. That's to how my brain topic. works. Well. It was a great conversation, and I definitely felt like we got a tirade out of it, and I feel like I got something off of my chest. I feel a little bit lighter, although I'm definitely about to have to go to the bathroom and make myself even more lighter. Not that anybody needed to know that. That means poofing. Thank you, Paul. Paul, I really appreciate you coming down and just talking and going on this tirade with me today, and I look forward to going on more terrible tirades with you in the future. Yeah, 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 thanks. Thanks for having me. It's been real.